0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection, World Baseball Classic Edition. It's finally here, ladies and gentlemen. The World Baseball Classic has begun. So let us jump into things with the first game of the World Baseball Classic. Let's talk about how that went. So the first game of the World Baseball Classic took place in Taichung, Taiwan. It was Cuba versus the Netherlands. And these were the two favorites from Pool A. The Netherlands won this game by a score of one to nothing. And this game featured—I mean, you're probably wondering, okay, who are the big leaguers across these two teams? Well, on Cuba, you have Joan Moncada, Luis Robert, Yohanna Cespedes. I guess he's back and he's doing that, so we'll count him. Those—those those are the Two, three, four hitters for Cuba. You know, this is the first time that major league players are allowed to play for Cuba in international competition. The contract was signed a couple months ago to pave the way for this. I forget exactly what the diplomatic reason was that these guys were never allowed to play for their country in years past. It probably has something to do with the fact that they defected and they left the country and something like that. But at the end of the day, you do have some major leaguers on the Cuban team. But on the Netherlands side, you have major leaguers as well. So you have to remember with the Netherlands, this includes not necessarily only people from the country of the Netherlands, but people who are also from Caribbean islands that are Dutch Caribbean islands, such as Curaçao and Aruba. So that is how you get someone like Xander Bogarts batting third for the Netherlands. Didi Gregorius batting fourth. Jonathan Scope batting fifth. Andrelton Simmons playing third base. So at the end of the day, you have a lot of guys who are from Curaçao. You have guys who are from these Caribbean Islands and they, they get to represent the Netherlands, the, the nation of the Netherlands. Jerks and Profar was leading off for this team. And this game was a 4-2 Netherlands victory. And at the end of the day, I mean, there, wasn't, there weren't any home runs, nothing really to write home about, but some small ball here and there. Josh Palacios, who is a guy from Brooklyn, New York, but he's playing for this team because his father, you know, his mother is from Curacao. So that's how he was able to qualify for this team. So Josh Palacios ended up going one for three with an RBI, a run and a stolen base. And the Netherlands end up winning the game for two. So a small little opening to the World Baseball Classic. Keep in mind, the World Baseball Classic is being played with the old rules. They don't have the pitch clock. So it's probably the last time we're going to see the old rules on a big stage. So we can enjoy it for one last ride. In other news, the World Baseball Classic will resume and, you know, Depending on where you are, it's happening at interesting times. So that game that happened in Taiwan began 10 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday night, which was really just an afternoon game for uh, Wednesday for the folks in Taiwan. And it's going to continue like that in the early going because there are a lot of games out east or games in Korea as well and Japan, I believe. Your games in Korea, if I'm not mistaken, Korea, Japan, and Taiwan. If I'm not mistaken, I I think that's how they're doing it. Please forgive me if I if I made that mistake, but I know for sure we have Japan and Taiwan. But I, I'm I'm gonna double check that and get back to everyone. Yeah, so it's actually it's just Tokyo, Taichung, and then Phoenix and Miami. So I'm sorry, there are no games in Korea. But if you look at Pool A, the Netherlands. Panama, Italy, Chinese, Taipei, and Cuba are the five teams there. Pool B, it's Australia, China, Czech Republic, Japan, and Korea. So 10 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday, Australia and Korea will play each other. And these teams are located in Tokyo. And so that's where that pool is happening. And then an hour later, Panama versus the Netherlands will start. And that game's taking place in Taiwan. So all that's happening and then the teams that are going to play in the United States, in Phoenix and Miami, they're currently playing exhibition games against spring training teams and then they are going to begin their first games in a couple days. So World Baseball Classic is here. Tune in if you'd like to see some international baseball action because I know I do. In other news... MLB completed their investigation on Mike Clevenger and no discipline will be forthcoming. Some news broke back in January that Clevenger was under investigation from the league, according to some allegations of domestic violence and child abuse. MLB has announced the results of that investigation and he's not going to face any suspension or any other discipline from the league. So that is that. They say they interviewed more than 15 individuals. They reviewed a bunch of documents, including thousands of electronic communication records, and at the end of the day, at the conclusion of their investigation, they've decided that he will not face any discipline. So that's good news for Mike Clevenger, right? I mean, you, at least you would think that with an investigation that thorough, you would hope that it's true. You know, I I, I wouldn't hope that the allegations were, you know, were valid. You You don't want to hear that someone actually was a victim of of domestic violence. What we want to hear is that they went through an investigation and they found out that, you know, he didn't do this, which means that it's possible that everyone ended up clean. And everyone was okay. But then again, I don't really know the full details, but MLB completed their investigation and that's that's all we know right now. We don't really know much more. In other news, Mitch Moreland has announced his retirement. A 12-year big league veteran Mitch Moreland. He did not play during the 2022 season. And he confirmed to Rob Bradford of WEI.com. That's a Boston radio station. But he said he's retired and he's enjoyed being able to spend the past year plus with his family. And he's actually currently in Red Sox camp to work with some younger players after he got an invite invite from Alex Cora, the manager and the chief baseball officer, Haim Bloom. But Mitch Moreland had a good career. Remember him when he came up with the Texas Rangers and strong rookie season, very strong rookie season, you know, 2010 and played really well during Texas run to the World Series. You know, as they were going to the World Series back then, they ended up losing to the Giants in a 4-1 series loss. But Mitch Moreland made the big stage. And then from that point forth, he was entrenched as a big leaguer. You know, after that World Series in what was it? Twenty was it twenty ten. Twenty ten or was it twenty twelve? I can't even remember now. Against against uh, the San Francisco Giants. So I think that was twenty ten. I think that was twenty ten if I'm not mistaken. He ended up winning a gold glove for his work at first base with the Rangers, and he was an all-star with the Red Sox. And The thing is with the Red Sox, he signed as a free agent prior to 2017, and they actually twice re-signed him in free agency. The first time was for two years, from 2018 through 2019, and then another for a one-year deal in 2020. And the 2018 season was a big one for him, not only due to his all-star selection, but from a big picture standpoint. So he reached the World Series for the third time in his career and actually ended up winning it. So shout out to... Mitch Moreland for a strong career, strong career. Um, You know, that shortened 2020 season, that was when the Red Sox traded him to the Padres, when the Red Sox were not really doing anything. And yeah, he ended up being traded to the Padres and he was able to sign with the Oakland A's for the 2021 season, which ended up being the final of his playing career. So if you look back for a 17th round pick, pretty darn good career for a 17th round pick and up with 186 home runs, 1,020 hits, a gold glove, an all-star appearance, made about $36 million in salary. Hey, that's defying all odds as a 17th round pick. So shout out to Mitch Moreland. Another player who is set to retire is Lorenzo Cain. So Lorenzo Cain is going to officially retire as a Kansas City Royal this time. He's also another 17th round pick, this time in the 2004 draft. We all know what he did in his career. I mean, Royals, Brewers, you know, he played, played with those couple of franchises, but he went into Royals history books, honestly, for his time with Kansas City when they won the World Series and was an all-star, just one of the best hitters in baseball, one of the best center fielders in baseball for a stretch there. Stretch there just hitting for a high average, stealing a lot of bases, playing phenomenal defense in Kansas City. And then he returned to the Brewers on a five year, eight million dollar deal going into 2018. And he was honestly an excellent player the first few seasons of that contract. But then of course, Father Time catches up with everyone, and injuries tend to crop up. That's what what happened to him towards the end of his career. But he's gonna he's gonna join the Royals. This summer, he's going to return to Coffin Stadium to officially retire as a Royal. The timing of the logistics are still being worked out. But that's what's going to happen. The Rockies have signed Brad Hand. So Brad Hand, it's going to be a $2 million guarantee. Nothing crazy here. But, you know, with Brad Hand, it's just a one-year deal. You're getting a reliever. You know, it's, Once he appears in an official game with the Rockies, will mark 13 MLB seasons in eight different teams for the veteran lefty. But you know what they say, lefty with a heartbeat, he's got a chance. That's, I mean, I'm not trying to say that Hand is just a lefty with a heartbeat, but he's someone who's been very effective over his career. But you can you can stick around for a long time if you are a left-handed pitcher. So last but not least, just want to talk about Astros camp. So we're hearing that the Astros are trying to have extension talks with Kyle Tucker and Framber Valdez, But over the past few weeks, they've been trying to work out those extensions and they're facing some gaps, which is understandable. Jordan Alvarez is one comparison point that we can look at when you're talking about Kyle Tucker because the – not the Red Sox. The Astros extended Alvarez last year to a six-year $115 million deal. It's pretty rare to see a midseason extension of significance like that, but it happened – So you can kind of see that with Tucker, who's still, you know, roughly around the same amount of service time that Alvarez was last year. And with Framber Valdez, he's had a great year. Um, Christian Javier just signed a five-year, $64 million deal. So he's going to be looking at his teammate and being like, well, he probably wants to top that because Javier's track record isn't as lengthy as Framber Valdez's. I mean, both these guys have a 305-year race since the start of 2020, but Valdez's FIP Outshines Javier's and Valdez has thrown way more innings since the start of the 2020 season, more than 100 more innings than Christian Javier. So that's that's what you're going to see. But the thing is, Christian Javier is still 25 years old and and he turns 26 later this month. But from Valdez is already 29. So that perhaps makes Christian Javier a cleaner long term bet from the team's perspective, especially because the Astros are known for not wanting to sign Guys in their 30s for big dollar amounts. That's just what's been proven. We saw that with the Carlos Correa situation. The exception there is obviously Justin Verlander, But nonetheless, we'll see what they do. We'll see if they are able to get a deal done with those two talented players. But that is the news coming out of Astros camp. So that is going to do it for today, folks. Enjoy the World Baseball Classic. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.